previously, last week, the heroes went full rude boy and disrespected the DM's nice demon doggo. But the DM's never take these things personally. Ever. Meanwhile, after Sigma smacking down Yunagu off a cliff twice, then dropping an earthquake on him, a curious procession of Modrons arrived and tried to communicate with the group. We rejoin our protagonist as the Tridrome starts to break dance in communication, and you think... You think? Yeah, you're getting it. Uh, Abbott, you are going to finish your Windows updates and restarting, and you come back to this awesome dance routine. Um, hello, friends. Uh, it appears there is a thingamajig busting a move in front of us. Mm. Quite an apt description. Should, should we, like, do something, or do we just let this play out? I don't know. It's getting pretty sick. Like, the other Modrons are jumping over each other. This is, like, full-on high school musical at this point. Hmm. 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 Well, mm. I do have an idea. Just so crazy it might work. What would it be, and, Abbott? And Abbott starts to dance in sync with these drones. All right. I like it. Go ahead as you try and communicate. Uh, it's going to be, boy, uh, I'm open to suggestions. My mind immediately goes to acrobatics, but whatever you'd like to do to communicate with these Modrons. Oh, you know that's going to be a performance check. Do it. And, oh, that sucks. That was an actual 20. So 23. Okay, so you know exactly what they're saying. All of a sudden it dawns on you quite clearly that I don't, know if anyone speaks Modron here, but you, through the power of dance, uh, you know exactly, are fluently communicating with them. They are discussing the location of the Orderer, and I don't remember, because my brain is actively melting inside my skull, uh, if you were part of the group before the encounter with Karazakar, the Beholder, who was obsessed about the maze engine. But I will say that you... I was not. Okay. I was not. Okay, well, uh, there's, a, there's a thing called the Maze Engine, and uh, there's a general awareness about it for some reason, and you have felt okay. these tremors that have been shifting the lair of the labyrinth that you inhabit currently. And as you finish this routine, and you're still, like, mid-communication, and everyone's having a great time, the Windows update that you have just completed installing... Some settings that got not right. They they got turned off or turned on. You're having to go through your GUI and, and dress, go through these things. And the darkness has always made your visual perception a bit grainy. Down here in the underdark, it's testing your perception, your visual spectrum, your ability to perceive things. The scattered pixels drifting and stuttering across your field. The glitches, they're multiplying. The usual high-definition images delivered through your lenses to your optical input sensors is capable of delivering clarity and resolutions that biological creatures can only imagine on the surface. But here, below ground, with the odd bioluminescent funguses casting suspicious shadows, you see tentacles drifting on the edge of your vision, on your periphery, undulating wires 
flickering lights that warp the size and distance of the objects that populate the vast oblivion of the labyrinth stretch in weird, untrustworthy gesticulations. Bending in time with the demonic dance, the Modrons and the Tridrons seem to almost slow a slow motion dance before you, raining with the light that drizzle down their hazy spores and bleed the air with crimson mist, warping the space. Under deep sea pressures, the whole place, it presses in on you with malice. In this quiet moment, a tinnitus whine of your ecstatic circuits, your electrical circuits, struggling in the humid, cold depths, constantly clawing you into the embrace of rot. You feel the rust begin to creep up over your metal, and foreign urges start invading your mind like a virus. Savage thoughts that challenge your firmware's programming, the instinct to chase, to bite down bringing down fleeing prey with your jaws rending them to bite-sized chunks and swallowing the ripped pieces to tear them apart to devour them in waves the bestiality it's growing inside you and then you want to cut the heads off your companions and stick them on spikes but then that fades you feel you feel better it's just just a little bit of urge you, you push it down hey i've been uh you doing okay there bud i I've had I've a glitch in my programming. I can't quite comprehend. Ah, that's nothing <clears throat> you can't figure out. These Modrons, however, I have been able to communicate these with dance. What What are they saying? Something about... Uh, what is it again, Theo? Mine. The Orderer, which you have connected to the maze engine. The Orderer? that somehow connects to a maze engine. I don't have anything in my databanks relating to such things, but this seems to be what they are communicating about. I've heard that name before. I think we have to go through the labyrinth that is the maze engine to get to the... I forget the name of the place, but the place with the angels. The Gallery of Angels. Gallery of Angels. Interesting. And uh, what's at this gallery of angels? Hopefully angels, seven of them specifically, to give us each a feather. Well, I don't know what I expected uh, from the place that has angels in the name, but... Alright, cool. Uh, I have nowhere else to be, but oh, uh, let's get to this angel place. Hmm. Indeed. That seems to to be the best course of action. Spooky hole with minotaur heads on spikes. Yeah, it's kind of the general vibe of this place. Heads on spikes. Let's go. And you guys all begin to follow this procession that's turned into a bit of a flash mob of dancing Modrons. And I'm going to ask for a couple rolls as you make your way through the maze, um, through the labyrinth here. I'm going to ask for first a madness roll from Abbott as you feel these glitches multiplying a little bit of these pixel drift and smear if you can blink that away all right and uh for a madness roll what do what exactly roll d20 uh plus your wisdom please perfect perfect perfecto wisdom all right it looks like i got a an 18 18 saves feel the madness of baphomet pressing in on your skill but you're able to 
hook. Press it out. And then who is going to be taking point? The Modrons are giving you advantage through your sur- through your survival check here. Navigating the labyrinth. If it's survival, I can do All right, yeah, Laria, please take point as you guide the way, shedding light of the Dawnbringer on your passage. Survival with advantage? Survival with advantage, yes. Uh, yes, indeed. That is going to be a 21. 21, that is fantastic. Yes, you succeed. That is going to be one success. So um, as we as they walk, Abbott has his uh, cartographer map out and is sketching the passages and other areas as they walk, meticulously taking note of where they are and where they're going. So you are going to actually get under advantage your next survival roll when you are trying to move from towards the Gallery of Angels. And it takes about an hour until you come across a large crevasse that the Modrons have led you towards. And once you get to the lip and look over, you see a massive ball. Deep within the labyrinth found the maze engine, a mechanical, magically-powered device capable of altering reality itself. This is what the Modrons have referred to when they have said, uh, the Orderer, because it was designed to bring order to the chaos. And it is this that has allowed Baphomet um, to bring in a little bit of his lair of the abyss into the Underdark. And the branching tunnels, these passageways that are continually shifting, that you successfully were able to navigate through due to Ilaria's light and the Modron's experience. You guys are able to navigate through these twisting corners and corridors until you reach this crevasse. And when you look over the lip, you see this 20-foot in diameter sphere built of one-foot-wide bands of magically hardened and shaped bronze engraved with arcane symbols. Gaps in the bands show various gears and articulation arms within the sphere, and they rotate and shift to represent the relationships between the various known planes of existence. And this is sitting about 40 feet down into this crevasse, and as soon as you poke your head over, you feel a wave of heat. And around the edges of this ball that seems to be lodged inside of this crevasse, there's lava another 40 feet below this rotating arcane device, this engine. I'm going to go ahead and bring you guys onto the map. Hmm. This appears to be what the Modrons are looking for. Hmm. So this is the maze engine, huh? You know, I thought it'd be bigger, but what can you do? Often things are more disappointing once you get to know them a little bit more. What? What did the Modrons want to do with this thing again? That, I am not entirely sure. I don't... Getting a bad vibe about this, guys. Can we just keep, keep moving, get get to the angels and whatnot? Certainly, that is, from what I can recall, our quest. It would only make sense that we move forward, but to not take in the beauty of such a magnificent, magical artifact would be a shame, really. I mean, it's it's cool. Yes, yes, very pretty, but we must be going. Yes, please, let's get out of here. Vibes are bad. As each of you turn to go and continue making your way through the Underdark towards the Gallery of Angels, the Tridrome comes up to you, Abbott, sticks out a hand, grabbing yours, and gives you a hearty handshake, and gives you a couple more meowpity meeps, and 
with your understanding of their wonderful dancing language. You can tell he is thanking you, and he very much appreciates you for guiding him back to the Orderer. And one, uh, a couple of the, the Modrons are climbing down and arrive on top of the sphere as it rotates, and with a few manipulations of the different levers and arms, the gears click into place. And you see about a six-foot-wide beam of light arc directly up through the ceiling and continue on through into the astral plane. About three seconds later, the beam widens to about 20 feet, engulfing the entire circumference of the crevasse and bringing down from some unknown heavens a giant mechadroid, like a, an automaton, gets pulled into the Underdark here. Um... <clears throat> Well, this seems to be your stop. I thank you for you not causing any harm to me or my compatriots, and we are happy for you, whatever you're about to do, whatever you're doing with the orderer, as you call it. I, I suspect it is not in bad faith, as, as I can tell. I mean, I think me and my friends will be going now, but thank you again for being chill. This uh, tridrome, he bends low, giving you a deep bow, and then in that hand you see him withdraw away from yours. You are left with a hefty amount of platinum. You can go ahead and add a thousand platinum to your inventory. <laughs> yeah, a thousand. thousand platinum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with a wave of its arm you see this enormous... Wait, hold on, wait for it. Where was that? Uh, It wasn't Liberty Prime, it was like Primordial Prime. Paradigm, yeah, Paradigm Prime. You see this just, like, giant robot wave its arm, and the entire party of Modrums is summoned back to their home planet. They gone. They don't die on their way to the home planet. I want to say it's like a... It's like a clockwork planet? Mm-hmm. Planet of Order. The Plane of Order. Oh, they have a whole plane? Yeah. Fancy. Where they are ruled by uh, Primus, who I thought was what was coming out, but... Uh... Good thing it's not. That'd be bad. No, it's just one of their enforcer guys. Okay. Just, uh, I forget what they're called. There's like the big robots. DC-25. Yeah. They're badass. But no, we don't need to, we don't need to be throwing one of them. Yeah. However, as a... Abbott, Abbott, where'd you go? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Oh no, he left. (laughs) He got taken to the plane of order. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's like, oh, that's a robot. I'll take that too. I, I must go. My people need me. <laughs> right. This is pretty much a Modron. He's clockwork inside. He'll fit right in. <laughs> uh, let's hope he uh, fits their alignment. So, uh, as we hopefully get Abbott back, I'm going to go ahead and ask you two for some perception checks as this display around you is rather distracting so I'm going to give you disadvantage but there seems to be some rocks ru- there's some wrestling rocks falling click 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 rocks wrestling wrestling rocks it? yeah suspicious wrestling rocks got a 14 on that perception well, not a very good stealth check on that part Ooh. you would see plus zero dex shame shame so you see Flying up above you. A goat man? It's a goat man. Flying goat man up there. Flying goat man? Flying goat man. Up above Uh, the orderer. 
Ingra is gonna ready with her warhammer. Just, uh, guys, goat, goat, goat. You see the goat? <laughs> is it at all a familiar-looking goat man? Uh, I don't know many goat men. Ooh. Oh, hey, Abbott's back. Sorry about that, everybody. Internet problems. It's all good, man. You got goat man problem. You got internet problems. Now you got goat man problems. Goat man problem. I was gone for th- like a minute. <laughs> yeah. Failed perception check. We'll do that. The, the gift from community of Troy going to get pizza and the apartment's just on fire. So how is this goat man flying? He's got little tiny wings on his back. It it doesn't make any sense to you as you look at these little itty bitty wings and he's like flying, but he's like big fat goat man. Is it orcas? No, 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 no. Okay. This this appears to be a a ugly mm. pig thing. Everybody, I I does not look it does not look pretty, and therefore I have um. Decided that since it looks ugly, I have pre-decided that since it looks ugly, it probably has bad intentions. Racist. I'm gonna use my divine sense. It's a demon, and I'm gonna ask for initiative. Oh okay. God. Uh, so where are we in this room? Get yourselves on the board. Like I imagine, we're probably like on the edge. Living on the edge. Yeah, I got a twelve. Nice six. <laughs> oh dear. I was not ready for the pig demon. I got a 17 on it. 17. Pigman Bear is going to run. Well. Wait, he has a name. I shouldn't call him Pigman Bear. Man Bear Pig. My Bear Man Bear Pig. What are no, you doing here? His name is Slaughter Tusk. Slaughter Tusk? Uh, wow. What a very creative name. He's a named <laughs> one of these things? <laughs> he is a named thing. He is a named. Nalfeshne? Nalfeshne. It's uh, Nalfeshne. Nalfeshne. Gesundheit. (laughs) And then I'm going to need one of you to roll a d6, please. I'll do it. Okay. And d6, easy peasy. Looks like I got a three. Perfect. That's how many tokens I made. Boy, oh boy. Oh Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy, sorry, we're going on adventure. And these three rocks are going to come in, and they're going to swoop on in there. And since they rolled really low on their stealth, and really low on their initiative, they do not get a surprise round. So that's going to be Ingra. You see these three rocks and slaughter tusks swooping down to assault you from above the maze engine. Okay. Uh, I... I... I will use my powers of deduction to um, quickly realize this does not look good, and I am going to uh, cast Sacred Flame against uh, uh, these guys. Uh, so Sacred Flame. Um, so they. So all, all, all of them, since they're within. So, so I'm actually going to cast this against the big guy. Um, they need to. The big guy needs to pass a. Uh, DC 16 dexterity save. Big guy saves the uh, Varox. Are they? Are they getting no, it's splash? Just, it's just a single creature. He saves. Damn. Oh yeah, Sacred Flames no damage if they save, huh? Yeah. Mm, it's a cantrip. Cantrip. We. Yep. You splash him with a little bit of the Sacred Flame, but he's. Oh no! I don't like it. Ah. Just, 
It's unpleasant. Oh, no. Uh, that's going to be Abbott's turn. It appears these things have not the best intentions. Deadly force authorized. And I cast disintegrate. Good God. You think that's... No. Are you sure? Yeah. That's not overkill. <laughs> Come on. He's just a little slaughter tusk. Do I get a save? Um, let, me, let me cast it first. Hopefully that went over to... It did. Okay. You have to make a DC 16 check. And it. let me tell you how... Let me ruler it for you. So it's a line. So I think it hits multiple people in the line. Let me make sure. Don't suppose uh, disintegrates poison damage, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. It just target, targets one creature. So looks like I'm just t- targeting the now, the now fishman. I rolled two dice on accident. I don't know why I did that. Rolled one dice. 19. Damn, I rolled that. All right. Great. He, he takes uh, only 50 force oh, damage. Christ. Um, and yeah. And only part of him is turned to ash, and not all of him. Yeah, so you, just his lower body gets totally turned to ash. He looks down. Not my. I just lost 242 penises worth of my body. <laughs> oh, God. Ew. He is going to be quite perturbed by this, and he is going to fly up. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that's... I don't like being this close to this guy. can fly right here. Put you in 15 feet of all of you all. And all of a sudden you see a scintillating, multicolor array of lights emanated outside of the Slaughter Tusk Man. I need you all to make a uh, wisdom saving throw, please. Ingres will get a plus three bonus. Oh, okay. You said wisdom saving throw? Yes. Oh fuck. Ten. Fail. Twelve. Yeah. Another Oh failure. boy. Oh boy. So, okay. Both Alaria and Abbott, you are each going to be frightened for the next one minute. Oh. I, I can't be frightened. Uh, spot. Fine. Yeah, well, that's Alaria, but... you brush it off. But Abbott, you are frightened. Sensors indicating a rather frightening aura retreating. Disability on ability checks and attack rolls. While the source of fear is within your line of sight, you are unwilling to move closer to the the Nelfrishni. And that's going to be a little difficult anyway because you are pretty much on the lip of this crevasse and underneath you see this lava below the actual rotating copper device maze engine thingy bob And he is flying. Oh, uh, yeah, he's Boy. like flying... He's flying about parallel with you guys, about level, but he is uh, about 10 feet away from you, Ingra, and 15 away from Alaria and Abbott. That's going to be the end of Slaughter Tisk's turn. Alaria, your move. So can I at all get within range? It looks like you can. It looks like if you go right up to the lip because of where he's placed himself at, you're within five feet there. Awesome. I will then make my attacks. He's like, he says uh, uh, to no one in particular, Ah, oh, goddammit, why the DM put me here? I'm flying, I shouldn't even be in range. <laughs> so true. Often forgotten. Flying creatures. Let's see. Damage 27 hit. Oh, yeah. 
Alrighty. And, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and throw a smite on there. You wanna throw a disintegrate on there? <laughs> I don't have that. Just wanna, just wanna go totally overkill and, and hurt poor Slaughter Tusk, even though he doesn't deserve it. He's just trying to be your friend. And you try and disintegrate him. He just tried to frighten me. I don't. It's not very friendly. No, he was just like, uh, you know, people who hurt people hurt people. It's. He's making sure that, you know, he comes across intimidating first so you don't scare him. Hmm. I see. I'm also throwing in a distracting strike. Damn it. It's not working. And the next person to attack him will have advantage. So let's go ahead and roll damage just for the first attack. That'd be 37. And then let's make my second attack, which is a 15 to hit. Pretty low for me. But yes, let me check his AC. Yeah, that actually misses him. Okay. And I'll use my bonus action for my other sword, which is a 17. 17 just misses. Alright, that is. And the Vrots are gonna go ahead and swoop in. Swoop in on in. What does the Vrock attack with? No, I don't want your goddamn cookies. Squee! Spores? Have rocks always had spores? What's the deal with these spores? I'm down here in the Underdark, and I thought the mushrooms had spores, and now these rocks have spores! Maybe the spore- the, the rocks are just like very large mushrooms in the shape of, of a rock. Mushroom birds? Oh my god, they're flying mushrooms! They've learned to fly, they're taking to the air. Uh, Wait, it's all mushrooms? No, they're always like demon bird people. Maybe that's how they reproduce. Oh, this one got 40. Oh, 60 feet of flying. These guys got movement. Look like I got this guy's gonna go. No, give me the there. So, Alaria, you first. You are going to get spored. You got spored. Would you please? Quite in range for that Abbott. But both Alaria and Ingra, please make a constitution saving throw as the air is suffused with sparkly dillywinks. <laughs> well, that's a 19 plus 1, so 20. Plus 3 because we're of protection. 23 saves. And, and I got a 22. 22 definitely saves. You guys brush off this poisoning poison spores. Everyone's so buff. Oh, you're so tough. Goddamn. You fan. And then I need, as this uh, rock in front of you, Ingra, rears its head back and squaw, squaw, squaw. It's going to use his stunning screech. So that's going to be each one of you. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. All of us? Each one of you, please. One more constitution saving throw. Okay. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> just, just roll high. Fine. I don't even care. Damn, a 41, a third, 34? Jeez. <laughs> I don't think, really, a 31, that's crazy. Damn. Okay, so yeah, Abbott, you are the only one that's affected. The screech reverberates through the metal, metallic body, and you feel yourself self vibrating. You are going to be stunned until the Vrock's next turn. Boy, oh boy. And with that, that's going to end. No, wait, hold on. We got one more Vrock. Since you are stunned, this guy's going to go ahead and use two of his attacks, one with his beak and one with his talon. That was only a 31. Oh, only a 31. Oh, fine. Okay, fine. Only. Um, Oh, crap. I could have used 
I could have used Lucky on that that throw. Seventeen. Does a thirteen hit you, Abbott? You're with advantage. Yes. I roll a thirteen. It does. A thirteen hits you? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, the second attack will hit you with a fifteen. Then, so I'll go ahead and roll up damage for both of those. These are D six for the beak. Going to give you a little peck. That's going to be six plus three, nine damage piercing for the first attack of the beak. Then two D ten. Ooh, I do have two D ten. That's lovely. That's going to be seven plus four is eleven plus three is fourteen slashing damage from the talon. All right, let me put that damage. Would be it for the rock. The rest of you. Suddenly feel the maze engine rotating beneath you, sending out a shockwave. I need each of you to make athletics checks or acrobatics checks. As you watch as the lip of the crevasse breaks, you see a crack, like in the movie Ice Age, running along the lip of this crevasse, and the entire, the entire edge of this crevasse just begins to break away. You all feel yourselves, like in Lord of the Rings, begin to totter and teeter over, and you're falling down into the hole. That's a nine for me, boss. You fall and land directly on top of this rotating ball. You feel yourself scrabbling and getting pushed around by the different rotating and interlocking pieces of copper. Oh, God. I just imagine Ingra is just bouncing around like a pinball, just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. A DC 10 athletics check. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I could only fail that level one. Like, basically, Ingra failed the equivalent of like a middle school PE class. <laughs> Touch your toes, straighten your legs. <laughs> yeah, so, both you, Abbott, and Ilaria, you're absolutely fine, but you do see Ingra oh, uh, impact down about. 40 feet below, actually. Oh, God. That's going to be 6, 9. That's going to be 19 points of damage to you, Ingra, as you hit kind of hard, and one of the levers, like, really, like, jams you in your stomach and knocks your diaphragm. You get the wind knocked out of you. Uh, oh, uh, ooh, sorry. Abba tries to speak, but can't. Forcey. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's not having a good time. And then all of you, especially you, Ingra, see the pieces of the maze engine rise up and then descend into each other, and they lock into place as the runes flare for a moment. You feel the energy, this reality-shifting power within the maze engine ignite. And I need one of you to roll a D100, please. Oh, yeah. 55. 55, 55, the engine emits a flash of green light. Each creature in direct contact with the engine must succeed on a DC 18 constitution saving throw. Ooh, oh my, that's a lot. (laughs) I mean, I got the plus three, but... 28. Oh, way to go. In direct contact with it? Just direct contact. And then we're fine, Abbott. Yeah, it's just uh, just gonna be Ingra at this point. You say oh, that's, oh, that was close. That eighteen was the DC. Oh my god. Good thing because you're out of range for the aura. So I believe it was was it Abbott or Ingra who cast the Centigrade? That was me. 
Abbott, you watch below has the same black energy. This this is like wave of black mist reaches out and engulfs Ingra, and you see their form become corporeal for a moment. They're almost turned into dust before you before they flex through it. You're going to take no damage. It would have been 10d6 plus 40 force damage. Yeah, I, I would not be doing great there, fellas. Ah, uh, But it doesn't say that you would take half otherwise. It just says that if you, if you fail, you take that damage. So it doesn't actually say you take half damage if you succeed. So yeah, you just take zero damage. Woohoo! Score one for Ingra. All right, Ingra, you are on top of this rotating ball of magical energy. What do you do? Get the hell up. Uh, best course of action, get the hell off of it without falling back in. Like, I'm, I'm on the very top of it. DM, I made a mistake because I was reading ahead of abilities I get. I can be frightened. Oh, oh, can you? Uh, wait, didn't you roll really high, though? Um, that was a save. I only rolled a 12. A 12? Oof. All right, then you are frightened. And we'll right. go ahead and add disadvantage to your ability and attack rolls going forward, but don't worry about it for now. Yeah. So Ingra is going to try to muster all the might in her tiny dwarf legs and jump back into the fight. Her her movement is 25, but how does that apply to jumping? So this is going to be an athletics check. Or yeah. let me see, wait, hold on. If the creature falls from the maze engine, no, that's from it. The creature can use an action to try and climb back. So with a athletics check. So as you try and uh, you try and scout how like uh, some kind of route and getting back up these walls of the crevasse and up to your friends, you feel the maze engine shift below your feet. It's rotating around, and you see all the different components, these different segments of this brawn arcane device shifting around. And as you look, you watch as this device drops 10 feet down the shaft of the crevasse. It's getting lower and lower, and it is now 30 feet away from the magma below. You are now 50 feet from the top of the crevasse, from the lip. That is... Less than ideal. That's not good. That's no bueno. So if you'd like, you can make an athletics check, and you can use your 25 feet to climb halfway up the cliff. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. Oh, God. DC 10, so it's not yeah. too crazy. Again, the last time it was a DC 10. Yeah, oh, it's... I just want to remind you there's lava beneath you as well so yeah, yeah thanks thanks guys thanks Roll for real on. big help there big help there yeah i can i can feel the the lava the molten rock here guys i think what are you frightened <laughs> no i just thought it'd be quite pleasant to take a dip in no, stuff no, no, that's no. hotter than the sun no no no, no. like by the machine I think oh, Habit no. and Ilaria are the only ones that are I, I did those not. Okay. Because if you were, you couldn't physically actually climb back out. Oh, no, because he's above you. Oh, God. It's a good thank, thing you're not. <laughs> thank 
thank the Lord Brightax for blessing me with this. She just like gives a little prayer, kisses uh, her amulet, and get gets ready to jump onto the cliffside. Nice. nice. No fuck. <laughs> well, that prayer worked. <laughs> Damn. Uh. Oh, do it. You make the twenty-five feet up the side, Spider-Maning up the side of this crevasse here. Go ahead, if you'd like to use a action, you can um, do double dash and make the rest of the way out, or you can attack if you got any range spells, because I believe that'll put you in range of the Denifrishni. Yeah, I'm definitely going to work to clear a path, so I'm just imagining I'm beneath that spot. Uh, and then on the closest little little demon guy, not the big demon guy, just the little one, I just, just want to clear a path. I'm going to cast Scorching Ray on him. I got to make a ranged attack spell. Scorching Ray. Is it? I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do it three times for. believe yeah, that's correct for you, Scorching Ray. Oh, I'm sorry. Sense, but... <laughs> it's not why I wanted to do it. Oh, well, I'm just going to just. Uh, we're going to do it the old fashioned way with three D20s. In, in IRL, I can't touch grass. So, there's a nine, uh, a nine, a twenty-two, and, and a, a nineteen. Twenty-two and nineteen hit. Okay, so now, now that will be two, two d six. Actually, cast it. Yeah, I'm just gonna do just the two d six. So seven damage on the first one, and eight damage on the second one. So. Total 14 damage against little demon above me. Got the damage. Yeah. So I just imagine Ingris is like holding on one side of a rock and just shooting at the other hand. Like it's a Mission Impossible movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to bring us to Abbott's turn. (laughs) I literally, physically can't do anything until the rock's next turn. So... I just stand there, berserking and doing what a broken robot does until I can move again. Do the robot. So, uh, I don't even think I could even prepare a spell because I'm in this incapacitated state, so I'm just going to have to pass my turn. Stunned is a motherfucker. All right, that's going to be Slaughter Tusk's turn. He is going... Oh, damn it. Oh, no. He is going to attempt to fly five feet up in the air. He, 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 he. <laughs> huh? Huh? Yeah, it's a sentinel. Damn it. Ah, 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 ah. Uh, Should have known better. All right, fine. Um, That's 25. He's actually moving away. Yeah, he, he tried to move away, but he did not get to be able to move away. Mm. He's going to take 20 damage. Oh no, I just exited my browser browser with a misclick. Oh, I turned a stake. His dumb brain strikes into his leg. Or I guess his lower body since his leg is gone. Oh yeah, just get, get up on in there in the stomach lower body now. His stomach legs. <laughs> hey man, you know, if you're ugly, Abbott's got it out for you, man. <laughs> yeah, he gonna die. He looks back at you and he's like, I don't want to die. I want to live. He's going to teleport. Okay. Doesn't have an option. Wow, he's got three attacks, though. 
Mm, he can't. He can't take. He can't take Alaria damage. He get turned into tiny little. He get turned back into ash. Goddamn. He's gotta get Ooh, out of there. If he misses, I gotta make an attack. Oh no, I use my action. Teleport right there. Now it's gonna be the end of Slaughter turn as he's like, hey, 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 hey. your move. Unfortunately, he didn't get far enough. <laughs> Are you still frightened? Oh uh, yeah. Maybe. You have to run away from him, like using all your movement, I think. I just can't move closer. There are some that you do, but not for this game. That's nice. Creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. Do I get to make a save at the end of each of my I don't know. You should be able to overcome your fears. People do it every day. If it's a creature saving throw is successful or at the end of its turn, the creature is immune to the... Now for sneeze, horror nimbus for the next 24 hours. Wait, I missed something. A creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turn to end the effect on itself. Did you? Oh darn, I could have I could have at least tried that. Yeah, did you roll to do that at the end of your last turn? No. So go ahead and roll for that, each of you. And that's a what? Wisdom save? Wisdom save, DC 15. So Laria, unsuccessful on the last turn. We'll roll again at the end of the... Okay, so Abbott, you're no longer frightened. You are still stunned until the Varrock's turn. However, Laria, you still are frightened, but you are going to get another wisdom saving throw at the end of your turn. I will, since I can't move closer, I will be disadvantaged to cast Guiding Bolt. Good idea. At second level. Uh, a full second level. Only a 13 minute. I think you had advantage, actually, because whoever had attacked him next was going to get an advantage. And this is the first time he's been attacked since the last thing that gave advantage against him. It has to be other than me. Oh, gotcha. Unfortunately. Oh. 13 will miss. Okay. Well, goodbye, second level spell. Need it. Frog's turn. I'm gonna go ahead and I'll make my save. Thank Ten. you. Ten. No, still no, still frightened. I don't have a high wisdom. You are. I mean, this guy is pretty terrifying. He is a little bit of a unlooker in a day, so I only get one of those a day. This, this motherfucker is gonna use Screech. I need. Alaria and ooh, yes, this one's gonna use screen. So I'm gonna need Ingra and Alaria both to make Constitution saving throws, as the other rock uses stunning screech. <laughs> oh damn it! So hoping to make uh, Ingra fall into lava. Oh well, yeah, both of you save. And that's going to be end of his screeching bobs. So which one just screeched? This one. So both uh, the one on the both on the left and the one in the middle have used their screechies. Gotcha. Wow. This one's going to fly on down. Oh, not a good idea. Don't go down there. And go ahead and give you the claw. Yeah. Do the roar. Do the roar. See, I don't think he's gonna have advantage. Now you're just like one handing fighting him off. He's gonna give you a peck. Does a 13 hit you, Ingra? Oh man, am I lagging? No, no, I can hear you. Ah, okay. Does a 13 hit you? Nope, hey, Ingra's muted. Alright, we might have to come back to Ingra's turn. Uh... Whoops, sorry about that. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> my, 
my <laughs> my armor is exactly 13 without a shield. Damn. Might be tough oh, to I'm use the eat. shield while you're trying to climb up a yeah. wall. Yeah. So. Shield would be on the back, though. <laughs> I mean, technically, if he's if the shield's on the back and you just turn your back to him, well, you never give the back to your opponent. Actually, don't ever. I mean, I'd give the back. I'd give my back to the opponent if I had a shield on my back. You're making a good point. I'm gonna ignore that good point because I want to hit you <laughs> with the beak. Oh my god. <laughs> Fine. A, be a beak attack is nothing. It's gonna be ten points of piercing damage. Oh, never mind. I guess it wasn't nothing. That's going to be a 12, uh, excuse me, an 11 to hit with the talons. Oh, wait, uh, no. 11 does not hit. It's a plus 6 to hit. Uh, a 14, I'm sorry. I rolled an 8 yeah, plus 6. Oh. <laughs> yeah, man, you're, you're doing bait and switches today. I love it. I'm sorry. Um, Keeping me on our toes. I'm a sleepy panda. Um, just all over here on my koala, eucalyptus, just all my shit. That's going to be 13 slashing damage on the talon. So 23 damage to 23 total. Fuel. That's just swell. Brock's are, uh, Brock's are getting a little spicy over here. So oh, man. Brock's turn. That's going to bring us back to the top of the maze engine. You feel... <laughs> Again, the maze engine shifts below you, rocking all the crevasse rocks. Is rocking and rolling. I'm going to need Ingra to make another athletics check, along with Laria and Abbott, as you are both still on the edge of this crevasse. Some of these chunks begin to break away to avoid falling into... Ooh. Ingra. Ingra. Oof. Ah! You fall. You lose the grip, the rock that you're holding onto dislodges and you just start windmilling oh backwards as you descend. 25. Wait, wait. I have wait. something for this. Wait. Oh, no. Now, now that I'm finally not paralyzed or whatever I was, now I can cast something that I that I have. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. <clears throat> Feather fall. Now this is a this is a reaction. Now, I don't know. Uh, uh, technically speaking, it, I can choose up to five falling creatures, and they won't take any damage once they get to their ground, the ground. So it's within sixty feet, and yes, I believe they're in. They are. I believe they are in my range. So they I started will cast falling them. about twenty-five feet down. Should still be within range though. 25, 15. I know how to use A squared plus B squared. They're in range. Yeah, so absolutely, Ingra, as you begin to fall and you feel yourself moving backwards and the heat rising up and a wave, a plume of heat from the magma, you're spinning down and you see the Mazengin drop another 10 feet. It is now a mere 20 feet above the magma and you're about to rush down about 35 feet to smack into it when whoosh, you gently begin to drift on down the crevasse and you land gingerly on your feet. You are back within, you are back on top of the ball of spinning arcane mechanisms, but you take no damage. You are 60 feet below the lip of this, uh, this aperture. Have a nice fall, Ingra. I would be laughing if I didn't feel like I was just about to die. Oh, uh. I need someone to roll a D100 again. I got it this time. 68. 
68. The engine emits a flash of violet light. Each creature within 20 feet of the engine must make a constitution saving throw. All right. So that's only going to be Angra. <laughs> Angra. Angra. I can only save you so much, Angra. <laughs> are you trying? Are you trying to take a bath in lava? In lava, No, this is all part of her grand plan. So, Abbott, as you look down and you cast Featherfall and you feel pretty satisfied that you have saved Ingra's life, you watch as their feet touch on top of the maze engine and this violent light illuminates and blends in with the, the reds and the oranges being cast up from below, and Ingra's feet begin to crust over and rising up from, his, from their feet up their legs into their torso, you watch as they are completely petrified and turned to stone. Oof. <laughs> so, Ingra, you are going to be petrified until the maze engine's next turn. Now I can't hold on, so I'm right just going. Yep, and each of you sees. They're slowly being pushed over to the edge of the ball. Oh my god. I have wings. I could, I can save them. Do I want to? Yes, of course. <laughs> Some rough rolls. Uh, that is going to be it for the Maze Engine's turn. Ankara, you no. on, on your turn, unable to make your athletics check, begin to drift over to the side, and unable to move a muscle. You're completely locked up in a crust of rock. You're going to be pinned between the side of the maze engine and the crevasse, and you feel yourself being ground, like little chunks of your encasing, oh, your rock encasing, no. are getting ground up into pieces. No. As no. soon as this maze no. engine moves, you feel like you're going to be bink, launched out into the lava. Oh no. Abbott. The unpetrified pieces missing. <laughs> hey, you're boo. All right. Well, obviously, how far down is it? 60 feet about? Six zero. All right. Well, luckily. Okay. 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 That's. Oh, boy. Problem. I mean, you really got yourself into a, you got yourself into a pickle down there. I am. Yikes town. Uh, here's the thing, right? Oh, no. I mean, I could jump. I could jump off, and I could get down to there, within my movement. <sighs> but if I, no, never mind. Yeah, I jump down. I hurl myself off and cast Father Featherfall one more time. All right, you uh, immediately descend down this crevasse, and as you come to the maze engine, you <sighs> cast cast Featherfall on yourself, and you land gingerly on top of the ball of spinning mechanisms. What do you do? I go. And I touch this statue, and I cast Greater Restoration, restoring him to his once unstonified form. You feel yourself emerging like being born again. All the crusty rocks break away from you as your friend Abbott pulls you out of the pinched position between the crevasse and the maze engine. You are free, and you have your you have mobility. You are no longer a piece of rock. Hey, man. 
don't have a fall. I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna kill everyone. Just, just give me help, give me help, please. Varrock missed his opportunity of attack on you, and that's gonna bring us to Slaughter Dusk. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, totally forgot. You know, I could have tried. I could have killed everybody up there, or I could have let, you know, a valuable member of the team die. I, I just couldn't. I yeah, just no, could not. I understand. Saving Ingrow is more important. Of course it is. I mean, would Abbott take all the glory for himself? No, of course not. Valaria <laughs> would. It's kind of. <laughs> Now for me, Slaughter Tusk is going to go ahead and use 30 feet of his movement, and then dash another 30 feet, and get about level with you, but about 10 Ooh, feet away. He's going to use 25 feet of his movement, and still stay... Use 20. Yeah, he's going to stay 10 feet away from you, and use a dash to get another 20 feet down and still hover a little bit above you as he's kind of observing the situation. So yeah, as you pull Ingra out of the rock, he's flying down and get a better look at you both. Still stays about 10 feet away from you, looking for an opportunity to attack. And that's going to be the end of Slaughter Tusk's turn. Laria, your move. Okay. Well, I still can't move towards Slaughter Tusk. Still... So what's he doing? Slaughter Tusk, he is flying down to Ingra and Abbott and looking for an opportunity to attack, but still staying about 10 feet away. He's 50 feet down the crevasse and about 20 feet um, out into the middle of the into the middle of the hole. So I'm yeah, 60 feet down. Yeah, give or take 60 feet. I had something that would have worked if he was just a little closer. I mean. Okay. It's about, we could say he's 55. No, no that's not <laughs> We enough. could, but... <laughs> um, I'm just going to take out this rock. I'm going to take this rock out. I'm going to get a milkshake, get a hamburger, go see a milkshake. It's an 18 and a 31. Both hit. Me and the rock are going to go see the new Mario movie. We're going to have a great time. It'll be 29 total damage. <laughs> Radiant. Okay, I've got the damage. Still up? Brocks are tough. Brocks have three figures of health. Whoa. This is the first time, I think this is the first time this one's got hit, too. That's crazy. Honestly. Some bonus action. 21. 21 hits. Can you do something for me? 21? Blackjack. 18. Eight of it is fire, 10 of it is slashing, if that matters. No resistance to, oh, he does have fire resistance. Thank you. Okay, so 14 damage. 14 damage, I've got the damage. Okay, thank you. And because that's apparently not a lot, I'm going to go ahead and action surge. Oh, gosh. Ugh. I should have not asked for this. Two action surge. Dawnbringer. So it's a 26 and a natural one. Well, the 26 hits. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and dump a level 2 divine smite in there. It's like, uh, what's that ninja guy versus One Punch Man? He, like, goes all out. One Punch! Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be 36. Oh, god damn. Yeah, that. Ow, ow, ow. Okay, so that Brock is, uh, he was feeling pretty cocky. He was like, oh, 
Oh, no, I'm gonna hit little lady. All right. Oh, 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 oh my god. Oh god. Oh my god. Oh, they're all over the crowd. Oh. All right, that's me. Gloria. Action, sir. Yeah, ow. Fuck. Can I close to the entity for this? 30 feet. Never mind. I will not use that because it will only get me, and that's not working. So this Brock is gonna go ahead and fly on down. This Brock is Brock Park. Rockpock. And they are going to go ahead, and the first rock here on the right is going to use his stunning screech. That will be the last stunning screech. So I need oh each Ingra, and yeah, he has 60 feet of movement. So he'll still be about five feet away, but he's within range of a stunning screech. So I need each of you to make constitution saving throws, please. For the love, the love of God. That saves. It's just Ingra and Abbott making the constitution saving throw. Yes! Yes! Both of you save. Good. Just wait until I get into my maximum overdrive. (laughs) (laughs) Brock, like, lifts his head back a little bit, and then he's going to give you a peck. He's like, unsure? Okay, peck. 15 to hit you, Ingra. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to attack Abbott, because I feel like Ingrid's got enough damage. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Does a a 15 hit you, Abbott? Of course it does. I don't know. I think they have the same AC. Sorry. No, it it does hit me. I'm very poor in the armor category. It's cocked. Cocked, guy. Hey, that's that's the oh, we, that's Roll the that's thing. the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it does a thing. Uh, it's gonna be ten points of piercing damage from the peckety peck. All right. Then that's a nineteen to hit with the talons. That hits. Seven plus five, twelve plus three, fifteen slashing damage. Wow. Okay. And that's gonna be the end of the Vrock's turn, bringing us back up to the maze engine. <laughs> You Did drop another thing. I'm sorry? Did the one next to me not do anything? Oh! oh he's scared. He just wants to leave, and then he turns. He's like, <laughs> oh shit, I can't. I just want to go home. Um, he is going to uh, attack because he has already used. And yeah, he used his speech and his spores. He used his spores, and he's not even going to bother trying to recharge his spores because your constitution's high as fuck. <laughs> it's going to be a 16 to hit with the beak. No. 18 to hit with the talents. No. Ah. I'm going to go ahead and use my repost maneuver to make an attack against him. Oh, you lured me into this. <laughs> I is still with a disadvantage. So 23. Oh, just roll higher the second time then. Uh, yeah, that hits. All right, and I believe with the post and superiority died of damage. Yep. Nice. So that's going to be 16. Ooh. He's on his last leg. Oh, he's like clutching one of his wings. He's not looking great. Um, oh, poor Brock. Oh, poor. And that's going to be back up to the maze engine. You each drop another 10 feet. You are a mere 10 feet above the lava. 70 feet down this crevasse. Down in a hole. Uh, Abbott, what's the escape plan here? I can escape. <laughs> <laughs> You, however, will probably need to come up with a plan of your own. Yeah, I think I'm going to try wall again. Okay. Okay, wall. 
Well, don't fail me now. <laughs> the four. What is the maze engine doing? Somebody roll me a D100. Okay. Who hasn't done that yet? Ingra, you wanna <laughs> roll your fate? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Ingra, you've I'm, been rolling so I know. high. <laughs> so, Mr. DM, mm -hmm. I don't know your real name. We haven't really conversed. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, 29. I have wings, right? And let's say I were to carry, you know, this dwarf, you know, on with me, you know, could I do that? Could I with wings? Could I fly us both out of this hole, out of this predicament? Out of the hole! <laughs> How strong are you? You know, <laughs> as a spellcaster, I pride myself on a plus zero to strength. <laughs> More mentally strong. I'm strong in the brain. Well, do me a solid and figure out, read your, how you fly, Mabob. What is the functionality of your wings and, and your, uh, how those work. And, and let me know if it makes sense as each of you hear the... Hmm from the maze engine below you. It starts to whine and hum. And a chunk of it just slides back and rising up out of it is the sigil that begins to spin in a circle and summoning out of a teleporter-like uh, aperture in the maze engine, a green slot appears. Oh, where? It just appears on top of the maze engine. Oh no, I wish you luck. Then I'm gonna need to roll and see who he attacks. So, we got four, whoa! There's I know DM. There oh is God. a lack of rules. Sorry, very big spot. There's a lack of rules when it comes to carrying somebody while you're flying. Some people say it halves your movement. Some people say it goes to carrying capacity. It's uh, a lack of rules that really is the sticky wicket. Rule of cool. Well, We're going to say half your movement. Yeah, all right. I usually do. Yeah, and you know, you did cast Featherfall, so it's not really like he's heavy. And Featherfall only lasts until they touch ground. It's true. Uh, well, I mean, this is the maze engine ground. I mean, is heavy metal actually ground, or is it constant? A surface. <laughs> but, okay, Falk. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> So we got four people. He is going to attack the first one he sees. That's an 11. That's going to be the Vrock. Run right oh. over to the Vrock and give him a swimming Oh my swim. god. Well, it it's... appears we are we have aid from another world. <laughs> Might be friendly for a minute. We'll see about that. So that's going to be the end of the maze turn. Maze engine turn. Ingra and Abbott, you guys are one and then two. Abbott, I'm going to assume that you are pulling Ingra up yeah. the shaft. So, yeah, I'm like, uh, seatbelts, everyone. <laughs> and I expand my wings with the bonus action, and I grab onto Ingra. And slowly, because Ingra, you're heavy as fuck, I slowly fly up 15 feet trying my damnedest to haul your heavy ass up out of this predicament of lava. Big dwarven lady. <laughs> <laughs> Dummy thick. Oh my god. 
Now, is it my turn? Yeah, because I'm saying you both are so. acting on the same turn here. Great. I'm going to cast Obliterate. I'm just kidding. No, that's not the spell. That would be crazy. I don't even know what. So, um, I fly up 15 feet and I cast Sunburst. Damn. May God, may God have mercy on your soul, but I won't. Uh, whoops. Looks like I only rolled that. Oh, wait, no, there we go. Wow, that was very, that's very low damage for, for this magnificent spell. Uh, that's why I'm going to cast it with Empowered Spell, because I'm a sorcerer. Nice. And I'm going to use some of those sorcery points and empower it. So that that's going to cost a lot, though, because it's pretty high level. So I'm going to say that. Okay. With Empowered Spell, I can reroll, I think it was three of those dice. Yeah, you had three ones. Yeah, so I'm going to reroll the three ones, obviously. I'm going to roll that. Here we go. All right. Well, that's that's better, I suppose. In the grand scheme. So, yeah. Seven. That damage. So, it's going down. I'm casting it down there as a huge puff of magic and radiant energy. They need to make a DC 16 constitution, obviously. Yeah. So, one saves. Uh, one of the Brocks saves, the other one has a plus four, so the other one just saves. So both the Brocks save the Nefeshni. Plus six. Ooh, roll low. He rolled low. That's going to be a failure on the Nefeshni. And then green slot. And also have to save. He has a plus three on his count. He rolled high, so the green slot saves. Great. So the Nalfishne is blinded with the radiant energy. He has 60 foot spheres from the neck every. Blinded. Ribbed up like a deuce until I know the runner in the night. Blinded. All right. And then I've got um, how much damage was it? That would be 30, uh, 40. Four. What was it? 44. 44 on a failed and 22 on a success? Yes, sir. So that that is... definitely was not as much damage as I wanted it to do, but you know what they say. Still a good hit. I wonder what's going to happen when this like engine gets into the lava. Will it blow up? I, I hope not. That, would... that wouldn't be good. That would ideal. not be good. Sure, it'll be fine. Certainly nothing yeah. specified in the module that happens specifically when it falls in lava. No. <laughs> I, why would there even be lava under this mystical artifact anyway? Well, it seems like this mystical like... artifact was causing disruptions in the Underdark because of its influence both in the labyrinth and the extension of the labyrinth from the abyss into the Underdark. And this has caused a little bit of geological disturbance. Ah, uh, okay. So be it. It's just cause we I just thought it was like a bad design. <laughs> yeah, let's put this let's put this lava under it. That that was cool. <laughs> Give us some nice backlighting. <laughs> just some ambiance. Really hey YouTubers, this is my awesome mage engine. I just set up the lighting here with this great lava backlight. But what's gonna happen if it like ever falls into it? Shut up. <laughs> 
Look, man, are you not hyped about this? This is like, uh, we only allow people here who, who are hyped, all right? It's cool. I totally lost track of whose turn it was. I think that well, was... I think... Yeah, it well, uh, turn? Yeah, that was me. All right, Ingra, you are being pulled up this crevasse, and a giant sunburst erupts below you, and you're like, oh, God, we're gonna... Oh, okay, no, we're good, we're good, we're good. Yeah, I'm just gonna cast a fireball to all the baddies in my uh, line of sight. Oh, God, we're fireballing now. Oh, shit, oh, jeez. Fireball! Classic spell. Yeah. Go! Yeah, so... Oh, uh, so, yeah, the... They, all, all of these guys need to make a D, D16 called Dexterity save. That's a one. I think they have a high dex. Oh, they only have a plus two. The Vrocks do not have a particularly high dexterity. So that's two failures on the Vrocks. Then the Slod. That, that's funny. I rolled a dice and it was a 20, but then the other dice hit it and now it's an 11. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be a... Probable failure on the green slot. Plus two, so that's another failure. And then obviously a three is going to fail. Yes, yeah, so they all fail. Yeah, so they all take 38 fire damage. <gasps> Watch one of the rocks immediately get turned into barbecued chicken. Half of the one. Well, they still have resistance, so they still take half. Oh, thank you. Okay, yeah, he's back. All of a sudden, he turns back from barbecued chicken into a rock. <laughs> I get knocked down, but I get up again. <laughs> Never gonna keep me down. And, uh, I'm gonna take sunlight demon. Got a resistance. Thank you. Do they have sunlight sensitivity, by the way? Let me check. Oh, that's a good. That's a good point. Because Dawnbringer emits sunlight. I don't see anything. They have dark vision. Abyssal. It doesn't say that they have sensitivity to sunlight. Per right. se. Okie Just curious. And then the Schnee He's gonna take full damage. It'll be 38 to him. Ooh, he's not looking great now. He is definitely gonna try and run away like a And then finally the green schlod. Plus that orc brain. Got it. Okay. Alright, I've got the damage. But damn fireball is blowing up all my baddies here. That's gonna be Slaughter Tusk's turn. He is going to teleport away. Oh, would being, would being blind affect that? He teleports along with any equipment he's wearing or carrying up to 100 to an unoccupied space. It can see. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so he can't see it. Cannot teleport space. without seeing. Yeah. He is going to try and fly away. He is going to make it 30 feet up the shaft. He is still 40 feet below you. Or actually, he's, a, he's about 5 feet below you. You guys are about 35 feet up the shaft. Still 35 to go. Nice. Gonna go straight up. And Not on my watch. The Vrock is gonna go ahead and try and do the same. The Vrocks will actually be able to pass you. Still staying out of range a little bit. Uh, but yeah, they're gonna try and go 55 feet up. One of them's gonna get an attack, an attack of opportunity. That's, go that's probably gonna hit him. Yeah, that's gonna hit him. Gonna take... <laughs> two ones. It's not looking great, but they do successfully fly up the shaft. They are now 55 feet up the shaft. A little bit ahead of you guys. I don't know why I took the Vrock's turn. It's not their turn yet. Laria, your move. Yeah, so we'll come back to the last Vrock's turn, but 
Shouldn't have taken their time, but that's what's going on in the hole. But yeah, let's go ahead and get... Yeah, Laria, go ahead and take your turn. Alright, I'll try to be quick because I'm apparently having internet issues. It keeps cutting in and out. Hopefully it's not me. Probably isn't. Because no, you have, there's nothing wrong with you. Literally, you are perfect. Honestly, oh, keep no. up the good work. Oh, Javi. Wait, no, keep going. Yeah, I mean, like it's honestly, you are just a genius. Okay, no, I can't, I can't take it. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Please stop. Please stop. I'm gonna. Here you go. Here I'm you gonna go. die. It's too inflated. It's too inflated. <laughs> I can't take compliments. Uh, well, I, I was, I'm looking at the roll twenty. It looks like he kind of disappeared from the roll twenty. Oh no, let's take five minute break. Five minute break. Yeah, we've gone a long time. Let's take five minute break. Uh, I am glad we took a five minute break. Five minute break, two back here, five, I'm back else is here it's great to be alone all right everybody if you can still hear me ah i'm about to sing you it's a hard knock life from annie ah it's a hard knock life for us it's a hard knock life for us instead of treated we get kicked instead of ki oh wait no it's instead treated hmm. what what comes after instead of treated instead of treated Wow, I can't think of that. Anyway, I guess we'll just... Wow. Ruin the flow of the song. That's uh, okay, though. Because at the end of the day, it's for you guys. You glorious viewers. You're keeping us alive. I'm not really. But you are. And you are very special. Each and every one of you. Uh, where was I? Okay. Santa Claus, we never see Santa Claus. What's that? Who's he? 
No one cares for you a bit when you're in an orphanage. Don't it feel like the wind is always howling? Don't it feel like there's never any light? Once a while, do you want to throw the towel in? It's easier than putting up a fight. No one's there if your dreams at night get creepy. No one cares if you grow or if you shrink. Empty belly life. Rotten smelly life. Full of sorrow life. No tomorrow life. Um, then it's like, uh, I kind of discombobulated. I'm sorry, guys. It's not my best work, but, uh, you know, I did it for you. And it's got to count for something. I don't even know if this is, you know, making it in to the podcast. I, I'm entirely sure. But, uh, yeah, it is. Of course, oh. break time. But I'm back. It seems my internet has stabilized. Uh, that's nice. Yeah, I just I just sung a little bit of Little Orphan Annie to the viewers. Yeah, I heard a little bit of it. But, uh, you know, yeah, I discombobulated. I'm, I'm not that good of a singer. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm a so, I'm so excited, uh, to kill this Nelfish me. Honestly, he's been a, he's been a pickle, huh? Hype! I'm just glad you didn't leave, because honestly, I just love your character, you know? Very, very good character. Very lovely. <laughs> so, I mean, thank you for being here, by the way. I mean, you're, you're a real cool guy. Or, first person, I don't know. Isn't I don't wanna, she so. lovely? Oh, okay. Uh, dungeon master, he's back. Yep. Hype! Let's kill this Nevelfner. Yeah. Yeah. Let's kill. Let's kill the Nobblegook or let's whatever his name is. Stupid Slaughter Tusk. Slaughter Snoop. Slaughter Snoop. Snoopers Snorp. Slaughter. Uh, Laria, your move. Okay. So, rocks are coming up. I think I heard. Rocks are flying up. You're seeing the momentum is carrying you directly towards you. Actually, they're within. They moved 55 feet. They're 25 feet away from you. Uh, 25, 30 feet away from you, this one. Wait, oh, stop it. Yeah, this one. And this one is about uh, maybe like 35 feet, 40. Yeah, and the Vrock, like, directly in front of you is, like, on its on its paws. Like, please, master, don't kill me. Don't kill me. I'm just a little Vrock out here. I didn't do nothing wrong. I was compelled to be here. I'm sorry. I'm gonna like peek down the crevasse, see the the engine thing about to hit the lava. My friends are flying up. I'm like, all right, that is a very powerful magic item. If it touches the lava, it's probably gonna go boom and create a very large explosion. So I don't think either of us should be here. So make you a deal. You run that way. I'm gonna run that way, and we just don't do anything else. hundred percent. Yep, you got it, man. You are hundred percent correct. Let's get on out of here. You go that way, and I go this way. Thank you very much. Sounds good. Yo, yeah, great day now. Goodbye. Yours. I'm gonna, following my map's directions, I'm gonna go the direction we're supposed to go, but I'm just getting out of there. So you're just getting out of there? You're not even gonna see if we get out? You're flying. You're flying. That's crazy. There's not much I can do. You got it. I, guess, I suppose, yeah. You got this. Thumbs up. Good Bye. luck. <laughs> this way. Throwing Coralie over my shoulder and taking off. Oh, what's going on? Oh, let's go. Oh, God. Yeah, Rick Tavio is going to be at the other entrance that it just happens to be the right way. Yes, this way. This way, friends. Onward. We're almost out of here. And I'm going to use my bonus action to use my peering athlete uh, channel divinity so that I can 
uh, carry, push, drag, and lift twice as much normally, and increase my movement speed. And yeah, I'm just going full bore. Booking it. to dash. It's time to go. 100%. So, Alaria, you book it all the way off this map, and clearing the way, you are checking the map. Got Coralie. You have successfully made it over to... Uh, Say this is the area that you need to head over to get to the Gallery of Angels. Give me a survival check, just to double check that you got the right one that was lining up on the map. 25. 100%. You could not be more sure. So that rock takes off. These two have already used their turn on their movement. They are just trying to escape. As they are very much of the same opinion as you, Alaria. That as soon as this extremely powerful magical item hits the lava, who knows what's going to happen? It could just be right up unpredictable. There's not much I could do for you guys, unfortunately. I no, would have if I could have. Like, well, this way. You're fine. That's the best chance you have. So let's just get out. Over here. Listen. Is that the uh, that Navi character? Listen. Uh, this she was guy, very annoying. This poor guy, the slod, just came in here. Oh, yeah. Just teleported. Like, he is gonna have to just start making his way. Uh, he cannot fly, so he's just gonna have to frogman up the side of this uh, tunnel here. Yep. All right. He's gonna make his way 30 feet up. It's 40 feet. He's about level with you, gentlemen. About five feet below you. That's gonna be the end of his turn. He's not with his attacks probably want to save that for you. And that's going to be the maze engine's turn. So, as you all are flying at top speed trying to get out of this crevasse you hear below you. As it rotates and plummets off that last little pinched ledge that it was hanging on just barely before splashing down into the magma below. And you see it Bob, as the waves undulate like ripples away from the maze engine out into the magma below, and it starts to descend. And as it floats for a half second, then begins to submerge below the magma, you see these veins of radiating energy arc out into the magma and then begin to pulse. I need someone to roll a D100, please. As each one of you feel this intensity of heat that's been wafting up this entire time increase by quite a bit. You feel yourselves all of a sudden in an air fryer as the temperature just increases like an oven. And I've been beating me too. <laughs> Clancy Sorry, down. Ingra, I didn't know. I didn't know you were uh, No, I just I wasn't sure if anyone had rolled. <laughs> I was like, all good, so you take breath. You beat me. Okay. As it, yeah, <laughs> that's appropriate. As it goes down into the lava, and the last of it blah, 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 disappears below the surface of the lava, you watch as a rainbow of multicolor sparks harmlessly spews out of the engine for the remainder of its turn. But those veins begin to uh, pulse with this rainbow iridescent energy, and rushing up the crevasse the lava begins to rise with a furious pace uh oh the maze engine triggers a minor eruption after sinking into the magma causing the magma to bubble up out of the crevasse 
It's only going to be a moment before it is spilling up towards you and into the cavern above. So, Abbott, Ingra, using the last of your movement, you are able to uh, cover that remaining 35 feet, and you are just ahead of the magma. This is like out of Aladdin as the entire Cave of Wonders is turning into magma, and you are staying just ahead of it on top of the magic carpet. All right. Um, I'm going to need each of you to roll an athletics roll as you start sprinting and see as you come over the lip, Alarvia waving her arms frantically this way. Come, motherfuckers, you guys are about to be burned okay. alive. So as I breach that little lip, um, I'm going to look at... Um, oh. I'm going oh. oh. to look at In- Ingra and I'm going to say, I don't know... Sorry. I don't know if we're going to get out of this, but I just want to know that if we do, you owe me big time. And um, I guess I'll try to, well, as soon as we reach that gap, I'm going to just cast far step, teleporting me 60 feet, you know, to an unoccupied space. Let me cast it. let me cast it. What? Just you? Just you? Just gonna only drop Ingrid. <laughs> God. Sorry. Classic I mean, mom. Playing the failure of the role. But... Anyway, what was I gonna? Oh, teleport. Far, far step. That's right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It is yep, yep. yep, only self. So I'm gonna just set Ingra down and teleport myself into safety. So Ingra you see safety salvation alaria just a little bit away as you are gingerly put down on the lip of the crevasse and as as soon as your feet hit the pavement uh, abbott just disappears and where you're looking rematerializes and uh, glances back at you as you feel something extremely hot wash over you and it stings. At first, it's like, oh, that's nice. That's pleasant. Oh, man, I'm, this is just like taking a hot... Oh, God. Oh, God. I see it hurts. Oh, God, I'm on fire. Do I feel terrible about this? Maybe. What the fuck? Oh, you know what? I, I, I could have just cast haste. I could have just cast haste. Huh. Whoops. So as you rematerialize, Abbott, and you're like, oh, actually, subroutine haste might have been more appropriate, you look back and you see a geyser of lava and magma erupt out of the the crevasse where the maze engine was. Immediately, both of rocks are turned into saline rotisserie chickens that are arcing like footballs through the air. The Neferschni is completely vaporized. He dies as well. You don't even see the the green slot didn't even make it up the shaft. And I am going to ask, where is the damage for? Now, I'm going to go ahead and look for the damage for magma, and I think it's not good. It's, it seems pretty high to me. It, it, it's a lot. <laughs> does seem like it's going to be a little bit of a, a roasting that you're going to take here, Ingra. It's not... Oh, bueno. And, yeah, yeah each definitely of you... Definitely just could have cast haste. We would have both made it. Each of you are just going to see Ingra lifted up like uh, caught on a wave of magma as she is rushing towards you and your aperture, your exit, 
out of this room of the mage engine. Mage engine, right? Really? Mage engine? Maze. Here we go. So I need you to roll 12d6. Ingra. Oh, 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 12. Well, that is uh, no joke. Yeah, so the rest of you see a very scalded and burnt Ingra stumbling towards you as the magma rises ever higher, coming up to the lip of the exit here of this tunnel, leading out of the maze engine room, and smoldering stumbles up to the rest of you. Yep. Oh, we need to keep going, so I'm just gonna pick up Ingra as well and just start booking it. Yep. I know you could make it, friend. So much pain! <laughs> and you guys, bouncing through the exit, continue your passageway through the labyrinth. I'm going to need Alaria, as you light the way with Dawnbringer, to make another survival check. Okay. Uh, advantage right now? So, uh, yeah, since you already succeeded two here, and I said you would have advantage on the next one, but I didn't give it to you, go ahead and take advantage on this one. Okay, 19. That succeeds. So that is three successes. So about after an hour of navigating through the Underdark in these twisting passageways that are no longer vibrating as they shift into place. There's just these weird warps as if, like, space is somehow reorienting itself, but it's no longer being manipulated actively by the mate. You find yourself close to where you think the Gallery of Angels would be. Cool. I'm gonna double-check the map. You look down at the map, you look back up, and your vision begins to fade. Abbott, you notice it first. The glitches that you've been experiencing become more prevalent. It's like you're experiencing high Gs. The peripheries focus in, and your vision tunnels. Then the void swallows each of you. An inky darkness envelops you so completely that your senses swim as a swell of vertigo threatens to send you in spiraling into black depths. Instinctively, you wave your arms in front of you without seeing anything, bringing them in front of you to nose. You still see nothing. You can't even see the hand in front of your face. Panicking, welling up inside of you. A hollow pit in your stomach. The temperature drops precipitously. You must move. You gotta find shelter, warmth. Instinct takes over. Simple instincts compel you to act into the shrinking window of survival. You feel yourself ensconced. You need to re find refuge to escape this biting cold. Man, but the darkness, it's, you can't see anything. Where do you go? It's so complete. The uniform shadow of night offers no hint of direction. Nothing to serve as landmarks to give you bearings to emerge from this fearless dark. This featureless surrounding is so complete. The panic returns. Thin, constant whines ringing between your ears. You feel your heart rate increase, your blood pressure skyrocketing. Your body starts to disassociate. You feel yourself being lifted, drifting into space, pulled up between the stars to join the infinite silence. What do you do? Um, oh, me? Um, Each of you. Oh, um, hmm. I guess I call it to my friends. Uh, I say, uh, it, it, it appears 
uh, vision has gone dark and periphery has been disabled. Uh, compatriots? Do I hear anything? You hear them. They're right next to you. Hmm. Just can't see anything? You see absolutely nothing. You feel Corli press into you, but other than her touch, cannot hear anything. Okay. Um, try lighting Dawnbringer. Nothing. You feel the activation, the magic surging forth from Dawnbringer. You see nothing. Hmm. Okay. Could this be a magical, uh, a magical bane on us? My sensors indicate this is not your ordinary darkness. Hmm. Um, I guess by um, my first reaction would to try to cast light. I try to light up the area. Nothing. Nothing. Wow. It appears by Thank magical you. light, it has been consumed by the darkness. Uh, do I feel ground? Or are we just kind of floating? The ground is below your feet. This moment of disassociation where you feel like you're having that out-of-body experience passes. It's just a wave of the pressing madness that surrounds you. The ground is still below you. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is kind of crazy. I can't see a thing. Where are you guys? Hello? I think just near you. Oh. Oh, are you? Oh, thank God. Oh, I'm so scared. Oh, what do we do? How do we get here? Pick a direction and start walking. All right. Best, I guess. Ingra is going to muster the last energy she has in her and cast uh, Daylight, which uh, if any, if any uh, within 60 feet, if there's any spells within 60 feet from where Ingra stands... Uh, and it's created by a third level or lower, the spell is um, dispelled. So if it's magical darkness and it was cast at a third level or lower, it's dispelled. Okay. So you see something immediately standing right in front of you, right in front of all of you, within five feet. You feel hot, moist air blown through nostrils, and as the light of day comes in around you, Dawnbringer reinforcing this this magical energy. You see something huge towering just in front of you. The Horned King standing on his back hooves, raising up in front of you, some 15-20 feet high. An abomination of a humanoid figure. Huge, rippling muscles beneath fur, arcing out below enormous antlers that stretch and scrape the surface of the cave above you. A great black-furred minotaur, some 20 feet tall, six iron horns, an infernal light burning within two red eyes. And then the light goes out once again, plunging you back into darkness. Heavy hoofed footprints footsteps disappear back into the darkness. Uh, excuse me, what the fuck was that? Did you guys just see that? It appeared to be a gigantic minotaur. Yes, and I believe another one of, uh, Quarry, the demon lord Baphomet. Oh god, oh man. I I gotta get out of here, I gotta get out of here. Uh, so you hear like, like a couple wet footsteps and then a splatter as Gabagool like 
launches himself in a direction and then immediately bounces off some kind of wall. Oh, Julian, I told you to be more careful. What are you doing, honey? I'm sorry, dear. I, I, I just uh, panicked a little bit. I mean, do that. Uh, well, all right, you come back over here. I'm, I'm sorry, but was is is there a character in Out of the Abyss called Gabagool? Yes. There's Gabagool over here. And his Clabo wife. <laughs> no <laughs> fucking way. <laughs> yeah, we have a few background characters following us. Glabagool, Glabo wife, Rictavio, Coralie, and like... Oh, there's oh uh, some prisoners that you rescued. I think you returned Stool and Rumpadump to the Never the Neverlight Grove recently, but yeah, there were some prisoners. Uh, you got... Oh, no, Bopito got returned. Um... No, no, uh, I think you guys got a dwarf named Eldith Feldrun. You got, uh, no, Jim Jar would have been returned over back to, uh, what's the name of the, uh, the Deep Gnomes settlement. But yeah, you still got Ron. He's like an orc. He's still hanging out. That's very interesting. I like, I like how we just have an entourage of characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Shushar still here as well. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, well, my compatriots, it, um, it appears that either this magical darkness is meant to disorient us as we are being crushed by that beast, or it is meant to keep us from seeing where it is going. Either way, I fear that we are in very big trouble. Yes, it didn't me. Yes, like, try to, like, is this Ingra? Is this Ingra? Yeah. <laughs> like, like lower, okay. Yeah, it's me. I think, I think you can guess from the moans of agony. Yeah, kind of following that sound. I'm gonna oh. use lay on hands. I will heal you for 25 points. Uh, thank, thank you very much. Uh, it still hurts a lot, but it's, it's more, more like a sting than a than a, a searing flame now thank you yes it's probably for the best we're in darkness and you can't see your severe burns <laughs> but i'm sure it's if fine it makes, if it makes you feel any better i didn't take a single uh burn from that lava no i don't think that does make her feel better well it's i'm sure it would ma- I'm, I'm sure it would make her feel better to know that her her dear friend has no major injuries want to lay down for 12 years <laughs> unfortunately we do not have that time we need to find yes. our way out of this maze while the minotaur toys with us i would prefer I agree. confrontation but it doesn't seem he is going to play that way i say we try to get out of this magical darkness yeah let's let's work on that um abbot being the bold the bold warforged he is he moves ahead of everybody else trying to see if this magical darkness ends at a certain point all right so which direction do you go straight left right or straight okay you bounce right off a wall oh okay move to my left and try to find a wall and then i'm just going to follow along that kind of using my hand as a guide all right so you start moving off to your left and after about 15 feet, you find gently arcing wall that heads off to your right. Very gently. With that, I need to look up a stat block. Okay. 
it seems like each of you have been encased in a corridor that wasn't there a moment ago. Mm. Also, reread a spell. Mm. Spell doesn't disguise, conceal, or add creatures. Okay. Audible, visual, tactile, and all olfactory elements so it can turn... Okay. And then I need that. Okay. Yeah. So I need Abbott and Laria. I need you to just stand there and take a, take an attack. Can you do that? Oh. <laughs> That's going to be a 12 to hit Abbott. Um, well, I have 12 AC, so I'm, I'm guessing the monster wins that. We'll be at. So as you go forward, you take a step, and you hear... <whistles> as something smacks into you from above. Ow, it appears I've been attacked. Alaria, <laughs> that's going to be 17 to hit you? No. Uh, so you feel something bounce off of you, and, and you just brush your shoulders off. <laughs> oh, <helmet. laughs> I didn't put my hands up to stop the helmet from rattling. No, it's tight fitted enough. Shouldn't do that. For 19 damage. So you're going to take 19 damage, Abbott. Ow. As you look down, you see this parasitic worm stalagmite, stalactite looking mm. thing? No, 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 not a roper. Please, not a roper. It's um, not a roper. It's the oh. other one that generally accompany them. You recognize this to be a piercer. Yeah. They usually scream when they fall. No, this one was a whistler. Okay. He's got to be unique. Oh, yeah, that is... Uh, it takes a chunk out of you before you, you know, smack it off onto the ground and it starts wiggling on the ground. Imagine all the other piercers give him crab. Man, why you whistle instead of scream like the rest of us? Exactly. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to get my numbers up on TikTok, all right? I need something to distinguish me from all the other piercers out here, bro. Okay, so Alaria here. I'll probably need to get a map for you guys next week so you can actually tell where you are. Abbott's here, here. But, yep, um, Alaria, you find yourself within this five-foot passageway that begins to arc off to the right. You uh, went over to the left about 15 feet. And Abbott, you just immediately went forward, bounced off a wall, and find yourself on the other end of this 15-foot corridor. And probing out a little bit, you find it is arcing off to the left from where you are, still in complete darkness. Okay. Uh, can I do something? Absolutely. What would you like to do? Well, I mean, um, I think what I want to do is, like get out you know like i don't want to get attacked anymore it's the last thing i want to do mm -hmm. um so i'm going to well, what am i gonna do that's maybe i could nope don't got dispel magic because i thought that wasn't gonna be useful what was i wrong um wow I don't know oh, if that would work let me check to make sure it doesn't matter it doesn't matter anyway i don't got it you do feel like this there is some kind of magical property to not only the darkness, but these walls that encase you. Okay. Then I guess I'm just going to go back the way I came. Like, right? I mean, just retrace my steps until I'm out of this magical wall area. You turn around. 
and you try and yes. move back five feet from where you came and you bounce off another wall. Wow. Okay. That's that's lovely. Moving to rejoin your fellow teammates, you are able to move along this very narrow corridor back to where they are, and you find yourselves from Alaria to you, there's about 15 feet, but only five feet between the different walls, both forward and backward. Okay. So you're so, in a corridor that, that... Not a lot of space to get out. Not a lot of room um, to move forward and backward, but you do feel like left and right do offer avenues that continue on. Then, um, I, then I will move left where, uh, Alaria went. Okie dokie. Yeah, I feel like that's probably the best move. Get out of range of these falling. Yeah, whistling. 15 to hit? Yeah, it hits. <laughs> so you take a step past where Alaria was, and you are going to take. I do have another D6 here. That's convenient. Cocked. Six plus... Ooh, rolled high. 21 damage total. Alright. Sounds good. So you make it past Alaria, and you notice that the the passageway that you're on, this slim corridor that's about five feet wide, arcs off to the right, just a little bit from where Alaria was before right, descending I... from the ceiling. <laughs> Another piercer hits you. Son of a bitch. For 21 damage. And that was the damage I already took? Yes. Okay. Uh, the second but piercer I, that can, hits you. Can I, can I see now, at least? Still in darkness. Wow. You know, mo- moving in this darkness is as useless as trying to charm an elf. Um, I say, hey dear, I'm immune to your feminine wiles. Then I guess I'm going to have to cast my ultimate spell. Spirit bomb? No. <laughs> Besides, spirit bombs are like basically useless. They have, they only killed one person, I think, the whole of anime. Oh, you're right. They didn't even kill. What was the spirit tree guy? It was like Goku, other Goku. Anyway. Exactly. It's like it. I think they only killed Boo with it. Evil Boo. They killed mm-hmm. Boo with a spirit bomb. Yeah, it might have not been a spirit bomb, but, you know, it was a lot of spirit energy. It's been a while. Um, but I'm going to have to cast a really big healing spell on me because um, I'm pretty much toast if I don't. So I'm going to cast Cure Wounds, 7th level, and I, I need as much hit points as possible because we didn't take a rest. Damn, we don't have son. time to take one. <laughs> yes, I'm aware. So, 24. Let's see if I can get that up higher. Feature rate. That is a low roll. Yeah, it is. I know. That's four ones. Oof. Mm, can I empower it? Let's see. You, when you roll on damage. Nope, never mind. Let's see here. Lucky. What? Do anything? Aha! Empowered healing. While you are, aren't incapacitated, whenever you or an ally within five feet rolls dice to determine the number of HP the spell restores, you can spend one sorcery point to re-roll any number of those dice at once. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So I guess I'll just roll any number of those dice. So I guess I'll just re-roll three of, three of them because I got three ones. And four ones. No, four ones. So I'll re-roll 
four of those. That's way better. Mm-hmm. So... Be four skewed instead of 20. Fantastic. 42 HP back to me. Plus your spellcasting modifier. Plus my spellcasting modifier. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's already included, right? Oh, yes. 42. All Quite right. a bit better. Meaning's alive. So I think that's going to wrap it up for this session as you guys begin to navigate this maze created by the Horned King, the Prince of Beasts. I do have an idea for next week. I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm going to try. Yeah, it'll give you guys an opportunity to kind of think it over, like what, how you're going to navigate this this terrible I, maze that he's got you trapped in. I am just in awe that Ingra survived. That's tough. Ingra had 9 HP. Where did you find the magma damage? Was it in the module? It is in the module, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the bottom of standard the lava does a lot more damage than that. Yeah, let me see. It says... In the Dungeon Master's Guide, Ooh. fully submersed in lava, that does 10d8. Oh! Yeah, that's going to be a little bit higher for sure. Now, it says, um, on a failed check, a character makes no progress, dislodges, uh... Clatters down the crevasse into the magma. If the creature fails by five or more, the climber falls into the magma. Any creature that enters the magma or starts its turn there takes uh, 12d6 fire damage. But mm. yeah, that's going to be a little bit higher on a d8, I think. And, <laughs> yeah, much higher average. Oh, God. Yeah, that's only a 42 average for for that uh, particular 12d6 roll. What's your idea on uh, getting through the maze here? Uh, using uh, Stone Speaker's Crystal. Because I can look into the future. Oh, you still have that. I can. Yeah. I also have a few rituals that basically allow me to talk to my god for questions. That's very interesting. I mean, this whole darkness thing—it's it's gonna really mess us up. Well, me up anyway. Have it. I mean. Oh, okay. Well. Well, we'll pick up there next week. Thank you all very much for playing. Good night. Good night. Good night.